Do you love your business? You should, right? Well, sometimes we just don't. It's my hope that this, the My Daily Business Coach podcast, helps you regain a little of that lost love by providing tips and tactics, tools, insights, inspiration, all the good stuff to help you actually enjoy running your business. In addition to actionable tips and tactics that you'll be able to execute immediately, you'll also hear from creative small business owners around the world who've been able to sidestep the hustle and build a business that merges their passion with their purpose and provides a profit. I'm your host, Fiona Kalaki, founder of My Daily Business Coach. Let's get going. Hello and welcome to episode 217 of the My Daily Business Coach podcast. I am here with you. I being Fiona Clucky, I am a business coach, accredited business coach. I don't really know if that matters because really there's no regulations out there, but I went, I did it. I don't think it particularly changed anything for me. I would already been doing business coaching for some time, but if it makes you feel better, I'm an accredited business coach. I'm also an author, speaker, obviously a podcaster, but most of all, my mission is really to help people feel like they can start and scale a small business in a way that is aligned with their values and the way they want to live their life. Today, you are listening to a quick tip episode. That's really where I share a tip tool or tactic that can help you in your business, kind of going back to that purpose. So before I get stuck into that, I just want to, of course, acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on the land on which I live and work and play and raise my children and the land that has given me so much healing, particularly over the last couple of years. So that is the Rundry people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. Let's get on with today's quick tip episode. So today I wanted to talk about something that I think people, maybe maybe they spend some time on it at the start of their business, but as the business grows and develops, or maybe they didn't spend time on it at the start, it comes up as a question time and time and time and time and time again, especially when I'm working with groups or doing workshops or even one-on-one with clients quite often when we're looking at their business and they want to take a step in a particular direction, this question comes up, which is drumroll. What is the big question? But the question is, you know, what's your brand personality? What is the brand? Like what do you want to be known for? What's the personality behind the brand? What kind of, you know, human traits does the brand have? And I think if you haven't worked on branding for your business and by branding, I do not mean just the visual elements of like a logo and a color palette and typography, but I mean the whole part of your brand. Like all the elements of your brand. So from your mission, vision, values through to the personality of the brand, which is what I'm going to talk about today, but also, you know, the direction, the function, you know, the values that really are at the core of the brand. If you haven't worked on that, it makes making decisions as you grow and as you scale and as you do different things, or maybe pivot for want of a better word, harder, because you haven't sort of nailed that. And by nailed doesn't mean it's set in concrete. You can change these things. Things change and adapt. We're actually changing the brand right now behind the scenes in our business. And so we're coming up against these things again. And I work with this all day long with people. I do a lot of workshops for kind of bigger companies on branding. What does it mean? We have got a course that we're putting together. It should be out at some point in the future, but it's a huge part of what I work on. And one of the elements of this is your brand personality. So today I thought I will talk about that. It is tip, tool or tactic. I guess it's a tip and a tactic because 
there are tangible things that you can do to kind of figure out your brand personality if you don't feel like you've spent time on this. And again, your branding is not just the visual elements. There is so much more to branding than that. So I kind of wanted to go through firstly, like brand personality so that you get a sense of it, but also talk you through a kind of framework. As you know, I love my frameworks or a concept that will help you develop this further for yourself. So I guess a brand personality, like I said, if you think about a person's personality, you know, your friend or your sister or your partner or, you know, some random that you've just, you know, encountered in your life, everyone has a personality and your personality may shift a little bit depending on who you're talking to. But really it's a set of kind of human characteristics that I guess we attribute or we connect with a particular brand. So we can all think of, like, if I said to you, what's a really fun brand? I'm sure things come to mind. And if I said, what's a really like serious brand or what is a really a brand that really you know cares about nature and is really environmental and is kind of the forefront of that, you would think of a brand. If I also said, what's a brand that's really, you know, soul focused and really is kind of like a like a sage, like is somebody, you know, giving out wisdom, like what sort of brand is that? Or what's like a rebellious brand? Someone who's really the personality is like rebellious and like cheeky kind of, you would all be able to think of brands that link in with that personification, that brand personality. And so it's really about defining like, what is the brand personality or type for your brand? You know, what is it? Because sometimes we can get confused between our own personality, especially if you've just, you know, if you run the business by yourself, or if you started the business because of a a gap in the market that you needed yourself, we can often confuse ourselves with that brand. And, you know, there's all sorts of things I could get into there in terms of psychology and mindset, but you know, we've also got to be able to take a step back and be like, the brand is is definitely not you. But I mean, I guess unless you're like a personal brand and it is completely you, but what is that personality of the brand? Like what are the characteristics? What are the personal sort of traits of that brand? And again, I don't want people to confuse this with kind of, we're fun, therefore we're all hot pink and cheerleading and, you know, yes, the visual elements can come to support it, but the brand personality should be its own thing that stands, whether it's talking about imagery or content or writing or, you know, causes that you get behind or collaborations, it's part of the brand personality. So one kind of framework that I think helps with this is brand archetypes. So this idea, and it kind of comes from, I think, Carl Jung, the idea really that there are these unconscious elements, like personality traits that anyone on the planet can identify these personality traits, regardless of what culture you have come from, what, how you were raised, what your religion is, what your spiritual practices are, what language you speak, that these are things that anyone can identify. These sort of, he thinks that there's 12. So there's kind of 12 archetypes or 12 brand archetypes. And they, they really derive from Carl Jung's idea that like I'm saying, you know, every person in life and in story and in art and in film can fit into one of these 12 brand or personality kind of archetypes. And so he believed that these, you know, transcend time and location and they're understood as part of our collective unconscious. And so that's why we can watch the same film as somebody in another completely different part of the world who had a very different upbringing to us, very different beliefs. And we can both identify the villain and we can both identify the kind of pure person and we can identify all the parts of the story because it's part of the collective unconscious. And so many brands have been using brand archetypes for years and years and years, decades and decades. 
And so it's thought that kind of 80% of our decision-making process happens unconsciously and we use emotion and instinct and memory and intuition to make most of our decisions. And we are drawing upon that collective unconscious in these brand archetypes to identify that that brand is for me. And so I hope that is making sense because it's a lot to take in if you've never kind of encountered this stuff. And so in the brand archetypes, there's, if you think about a circle and then you divide that into quadrants, into four, you kind of have 12 brand archetypes and each quadrant then has three. So in the first quadrant, you have this kind of yearning for paradise. And so the different brand archetypes in those or the kind of personalities are you know, innocent, the sage and the explorer. And the explorer is all about freedom. The sage, you know, think about sage wisdom is all about understanding. And then you've got the innocent, which is all about safety. And so there'll be particular brands that really work. So for example, this kind of yearning for paradise, this freedom, this explorer is often related to like a brand like Patagonia. And so, you know, then you've got sage and understanding and then innocent and safety and, you know, back before they got like massively came off their brand promise, but the whole idea of like Volvo and safety, that's very much the safety aspect. And so then you've got the second quadrant, which is, you know, the brands that really want to leave a mark on the world. And so you've got liberation, kind of the outlaw, then you've got power, kind of the magician, and then you've got mastery, which is hero. Then you've got the next quadrant, which is really, you know, connecting with others. And so it's all about intimacy and you've got like the lover and then you've got enjoyment and like the jester. And so maybe a brand like Virgin might very much fit into that kind of enjoyment, live life to the full and kind of jest, you know, funny cheekiness. Then you've got belonging in the everyman. So the everyman kind of brands are, or every woman or every person are really, you know, about belonging and the community. And so if you think about things like an everyman brand would very much be Ikea, you know, everyone can buy, everyone does buy Ikea. It's simple. It's, you know, they're trying to look after the planet as well in some cases. And so it's kind of, it's this everyman. Levi's jeans is another one that people often think about with the everyman, you know, everyone wears their Levi's and in different ways. And then the last quadrant is really providing structure to the world. And you've got kind of innovation, the creator, you've got control, the ruler, and then you've got service, which is the caregiver. And so when you go through like a brand personality quiz, and there's so many of them online, you'll often be met with, okay, based on your answers, your brand is sage, understanding, yearning for paradise. And it's also, let's say, belonging and the everyman and a connecting with others. And so that can help you then create this kind of brand personality that then makes making decisions for your business so much easier. So I know that is a lot to get through in a quick tip episode. They're usually 10 minutes or less. I can see that I've gone over slightly, but brand archetypes, your brand personality, it's really important, particularly as you grow as a business and as you want to start doing different things, or perhaps maybe, and goodness knows there's a lot happening in the world right now, you want to stand for things and you're sort of like, oh, you know, oh, but it's like, if that brand personality, I mean, I sometimes think people should stand for things regardless, but you know, if you're, you've got to look at your brand personality and be like, yes, we say that we are this and we're really much, you know, promoting that. So let's actually be true to that and stand up for certain causes or things that you want to stand up for. So that is it for today's quick tip episode. If you're interested in this sort of stuff, then you definitely want to check out marketing for your small business. It goes through all sorts of things from your brand to, you know, what are you trying to put out into the world through to, you know, which channels will you use and all of that. You can find that at marketingforyoursmallbusiness.com. 
The podcast show notes for this episode, you'll be able to find over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash podcast forward slash 217. If you found this useful, enlightening, maybe something you just didn't know before, please, please, if you could leave us a review, it's just really, really helpful. It makes us easier for other small business owners to find. So you can do that on Apple. You can do that on Spotify or any other place that you listen to this podcast. But yeah, thank you so much. And I really hope this helps you find your brand personality. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Daily Business Coach podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can do that at mydailybusinesscoach.com or hit me up on Instagram at mydailybusinesscoach.com.